Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where I'm just going to go, no, for the entire episode, because the first <laughs> topic is super depressing. But we also got a lot of next-gen Xbox, PS5, Apple and Google, and Epic News, lots of, tons of stuff this episode. So much news. So much. And it's all, like, I feel like everything's, like, in a battle. Like, everything is just one big battle now. But the first news is the, no! Game of Thrones out there. Halo Infinite has been delayed till 2021. Ugh. This was so bad. This was. Why, the, why do you think they delayed it? Well, do you think they're going to polish up the graphics? Yeah, that's absolutely why. Yeah. And, and uh, see, to me, I, history will tell. And I and I, a lot of people. I heard a lot of people saying, you know, like, oh, take your time, get it right. And I do. To agree with that to an extent. Like, I want this to be a great Halo game. I don't want it to launch yeah. subpar. I think they need to get it right off the bat. Yeah. So that's... I, I get that. They don't want to launch this game. They know how important this game is for Halo, the franchise. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it was also important to the Xbox. So the Xbox Series X. Absolutely. So now, you know, we were talking about this game's been in development for five years, and it's the first Xbox or the first Halo since the original to launch with an Xbox, and you know it's gonna be great. It's been in development for five years. It's a soft reboot, and now it's like, well, now the Xbox Series X comes out, and what's it launching with? Last gen games, I well, guess. Yeah, and you know I kind of feel the same way about the PS5. Is yeah. like we're launching this big next gen thing, and neither one has like a Let's, a must-own let's game. Let's face it. Everybody is everybody is in the well. There's a pandemic out there, so screw it mode. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's just like, okay, just using know, that. It's a mulligan. Yeah, you know, like just be glad you're getting something, I guess. And you know, Phil said like, so there was some truth to that rumor. Remember how there was a rumor that you know they were going to release just the single player or just the multiplayer of Halo Infinite first. They're going to release them separately. Remember yeah. there was a rumor. Yeah. Phil confirmed that that was considered, it was talked about. So whoever reported that was on to something. Yeah, yeah. But obviously it's not source. what they decided. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm hoping they do, I think they can still they can still make lemonade out of this. What I hope they do is with the launch of the Xbox Series X and S, which is now confirmed, finally, <laughs> after three years. Was of, it confirmed? Yeah, because it's on all the packaging. Okay. Yeah, well, leaked. Yeah, yeah. Not announced. I was going to say, well, I missed, I missed If a they lot were smart, week. if they are smart and can pull this off, I think they should launch the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta the same day as the Series X. Yeah. I think that way you can... At least it's something. beta, so yeah. it's, if it's trash, it's trash. You know, but it, they, can, they can fall back on, well, it's a beta, guys. It's not done. Yeah. But if I, I feel like they gotta have something Halo there on day one because like it will just be. I was depressed for like two days after this announcement. It's my most yeah. anticipated game. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was nice to be excited for Halo again. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious, what will they do? I mean, what what can they do really? Well, you know, there's unless no, they choose to go to a stylized look like that first trailer graphically. Yeah. Yeah, like that first trailer presented. Well. There was, I don't see what you what know. They had they said do. ray tracing was going to come at a patch at a later date. Oh, so maybe you know they get the ray tracing in there day one. <laughs> yeah, that might be what uh, they're focusing on now. I don't. I I don't know. I like the game's look, 
<coughs> I'm joking uh, about that we're more content in general. You know, there's been all these rumors about strife within 343. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's, you know, I do, if it wasn't like kind of part of like the Xbox's like kind of like re anticipated rebirth this gen, Yeah. I don't think the delay would, if this was a mid-gen delay, it wouldn't bother me so much. It's because this was supposed to be, for me, like the launch of next gen. And it was also, you know, God only knows, we've all had a terrible year. 2020's yeah. been terrible. Yeah. All around. So we've been looking forward to this. Feeling like a kid again. Boom. It's that franchise that makes me feel like I'm like 17, yeah. you know, stay up yep. all night playing it. like Putting your Xbox in your backpack. Yeah, over your it was going to be a cool... You know, not only a, a, a reboot, new gen, but also nostalgia, and now it's gone. 2021. <laughs> like everything else. And I, I just can't help but feel like, you know, Microsoft, they always do this. They've been well, building, 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 building momentum, and now I wonder how rough we're it was botching be. it again. I wonder how rough it was going to be if they felt the need. I mean, it, it was... You know, it was sort of their launch. Yeah. They, I mean, obviously, their launch was built around launching Halo. Yeah. It was a big deal. So, if... And, and I think, you know, obviously, the graphics situation. But I got I got to wonder if there was more to it than that. Like, like they knew that this game was rough, well, but they were planning on fixing it through patches. That's, see, that's what I don't get. If, if they knew this game wasn't living up to expectation or was behind in, whether it be the campaign or, you know, the multiplayer content, the game itself. I feel like they could have delayed this long ago, but the fact that they revealed it, mm -hmm. and it got kind of negative reactions, and then two weeks later, yeah, because they, they literally revealed it, and they've been saying all along, it's our launch game, it's our launch game, it's our launch game, and then it gets negative reaction. And then, okay, now it's delayed. Yeah. It kind of shows that they're, yeah. like, scared. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God, you know, people didn't like the graphics. But I also wonder if they looked over at the PlayStation and they were like, eh, you know, they don't they don't really have that much either, so. That's the thing. I'm at the point, by the time this episode airs, we'll be almost three weeks into August. These consoles wow. are out in two and a half more months. Wow. I really feel... Unless you just you're a baller and you got the money, yeah. At launch, there's really no reason to own either of these consoles no. unless you just want to play like, you know, Cyberpunk or whatever at, at the maximum fidelity possible, and yeah. you don't have a high-end PC. I I don't know why you buy one. I truly don't. No, I don't know either. I mean, unless unless you want to play your backwards compatible games. And maybe slightly at 120 faster. FPS. Yeah, Gears Five at 120. But, and, FPS. and I mean, on PlayStation, I guess the only benefits you're going to get are faster loading times. Yeah, the loading times will be nice. Um, you know, I'm. It, it's just a weird situation. Cause Phil did an interview on the Animal Crossing podcast, by I the way, that. which was interesting. I saw that. And he basically elaborated on a strategy that you and I have been saying is their strategy for a long time. But it was yeah. the first time I heard him vocalize that, where he said, you know, our goal isn't to sell more Xboxes than PlayStations or Switches. It's to get you, 
in our ecosystem at all. To play our nope. games, to nope. basically just be an Xbox customer, whatever that means for yeah. you. And um, well, he said I they want to build. They want to build the environment around you. Yeah, not, yeah. You know, make you go around the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. And I do still think it's a good strategy. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. The way this has all rolled out and transpired, this very slow—not just with Microsoft, but also Sony—and we'll talk about some weird PS5 rumblings we have here in a in a minute. Um. It's just sucked all the hype out of next gen. Like, there, it's almost like a phone launch mm-hmm. where like the rumors all get out, and then they announce the phone, and it's it, and it's just oh here it is. Yep. There's yep. no excitement. Yeah. There's no big games. Well, There's, I think that's kind of um, it's kind of a casualty of you know where we're going really. Yeah. I mean if 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 especially if gaming as a streaming service yeah. is truly the future. Yeah. Then there, there is gonna, I mean, like it's gonna be the death of next gen essentially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wh- Which what I, will I got? I get to talk about that this show too. I, I'm curious. Because I played X Cloud. I'm really curious to see what streaming is the the main thing. Yeah. Which looks like the you know the writing's on the wall. How will they do like next gen? Will Will they say, oh well? Yeah. Our servers have been upgraded. We can now do. 16k whatever yeah you know like i'm just really curious well, to see how i mean because launching next gen was always such a big enthusiasm yeah. boost for yeah. the industry yeah and obviously you know this is like our first step into the, the whole streaming you know, yeah generationless future i guess yeah. and no one's really that excited about it well it's funny that you say that because, you know, I've been getting Stadia ads out the yin-yang. And then yeah. Microsoft announced uh, that for Android, after we talked about last week, xCloud is never, it's done with iOS. Yeah. They opened the uh, the Project xCloud beta for Android users. Mm-hmm. So I actually played it. And uh, it was an interesting experience. And this is what I'll, I'll say about it. As I haven't spent enough time with it to have a definitive opinion. Yeah. But for I was reading other people's impressions. People's impressions are so varied, and that makes a lot of sense because the thing about cloud gaming is that it's so dependent on your connection. Yeah. What you know, there's a million different Android devices. There's a million different controllers. Uh, you know, what mobile controller you're using is gonna matter. Yeah. Um, like so. And my, here in America, here in America, where a lot of the Internet companies have data caps. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this is what I'm wondering. Like, they're they're hurtling towards this future of streaming. Yeah. And yet, all of these internet providers have data caps. Like, how how are the two going to coexist? Well, I, I don't understand it. With my experience with XCloud, it was there was a certain and I I know I sent this to you where I was like, it's pretty amazing. Like, I played this game. I played Halo CE 20 years ago yeah. on my Xbox. And now I was literally streaming it on my phone. Yeah, I know. Isn't that so weird? So that was a cool, like, just like that, like, moment. Yeah. You know, like, how far we've come. Exactly. But, but, there was massive performance problems, massive control problems. The controls are beyond sluggish with a controller. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was definitely, like, I, I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm actually playing Halo CE on my phone. Yeah. But it is not the way I want to play a game. Exactly. And... 
they've it, it it's funny because I was reading people's impressions and some people were like, "Wow, this has this is so much better than it has a right to be." Yeah. And other people were like, "This is unplayable trash." Well, I mean, like you say, it's just going to depend on your internet. Uh, well, and that's why I think though that. It, we got a long way to go until it is like yeah. the go-to. Like, just because you know, it depends on the controller you're using, it depends on your internet connection, it depends on the device you're on. Um, I, don't I, I, I wasn't like, I could see the promise of it, yeah. but I wasn't all that encouraged by the reality of it. Yeah, I mean, when it was announced that it wasn't going to be on iOS and I'm an Apple user. Yeah, I, like there was, there was about. Literally about 10 seconds of, oh, damn it, you know? Like, yeah, oh, don't do it. Yeah, don't, come on. Don't do it. And, and then after those 10 seconds, I was like, wait a minute. Do I actually want to play Xbox, full Xbox games just on my cell phone? Right now. And I was like, no. Right now, I can honestly say, and this isn't to, this isn't to knock, because I, I think Stadia and Xbox will both advance and probably at a pretty rapid pace, but right now... If you're streaming it, because what what I think the future of cloud gaming, to me, lies is not streaming it to your phone, but just playing it in a web browser on your PC. That's yeah. that is more intriguing to me. Yeah. But um, I, for, I forgot where I was going. Oh, like literally, just like a straight up like mobile gaming experience, like playing Call of Duty Mobile was is. Or Fortnite on your phone, yeah. which we'll get to that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting. But that is better and more responsive than cloud X Cloud right now. Yeah, you know, you know what's kind of interesting is I think last week we were talking about how Apple, like, just doesn't care about gaming yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because if you get a if you get a Mac, then you will be able to access like X Cloud and all that stuff. Um, so in a way they're going to get all the games, even though they've been like well, nothing but hostile to game. How will you get, how will you get it? What's that? xCloud on a Mac. Well, because Macs aren't as closed down as like, I, it's, it's not the same as iOS Yeah. or iPad OS. They, yeah. they run, it's, it's more open. Uh-huh. So they will be able to, I, I would assume. You can't even stream it to a PC right now. Well, okay, but eventually, eventually they're going to Yeah, open I assume it up. so. Yeah. So it's just funny to me to think that even though Apple's been so hostile that if you do have an Apple computer, eventually you're going to have access to, yeah. to like all these games anyway. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how how much better a PC or a laptop streams. Handles it. Yeah. Um, yeah, XCloud because Well, you know, Xbox has had the Wi-Fi and or or wired connection should be much more Xbox, relatable. Xbox reliable. had that feature where you could stream yeah. your Xbox games yeah. to your yeah. PC, and that's from within your own house. Yeah, and I used that once. And it's got to be installed on your Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So. And I used that once, and I could notice the difference when I moved. Yeah. Like if you're standing still, the picture yeah. quality was excellent, superb. Yeah. Like you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. But the instant you moved, like right at that first moment where you start moving, yeah, the picture quality drops. And honestly, it, it though, it drove me crazy. I honestly, stand though, it. that was better quality than what this is right now. It, yeah. it, it, it's well, I believe it because that was from within your own house. Yeah, yeah. So it's we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to advance really fast. It, yeah. But but we'll. I mean, it's exciting to see where maybe it could go. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the other Xbox news is the August Xbox event that we've all been waiting for. The big hardware reveal, the release date, the price, all that stuff has been delayed till September. I don't know why. Again, this console is going to be out in two months by the time it's announced. But um, let's talk about PS5 a little bit. Because a confirmed reliable gaming insider says that the PS5 is struggling with 4K games. Yes. And and I, I, yeah, I know you were struck by this. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I wasn't really too surprised. Yeah. But on the other hand, I am a little surprised. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's very strange. Because on one hand, I mean, Xbox One X yeah. has six teraflops. And it, it, I guess you can't compare teraflops between generations. Yeah. Because they're not the same yeah. teraflops. Or well, there's a lot of other variables. But. but, so Xbox One is at six. PS5 is at eight or nine, because it, it fluctuates. So... You know, Xbox One X is able to hit it no. some, of the, some of some of the time. Yeah. Oftentimes it can't though. Yeah. Like oftentimes it runs at like 1800p mm-hmm. or some some weird thing. Yeah. So I was like, mm, you know, if it's gonna do all the next gen bells and whistles, yeah, can it actually do 4K with just that that much more power? The PS5. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I had my doubts. Yeah. And so to hear that, it doesn't really surprise it do, me. It, it, do, it does, though, like, you know, remember when they announced the PS5, they said, oh, it's going to be 8K. Remember, we yeah. can do 8K. Yeah, we can do. Well, But they always do that, boy. I know. And, like, one of the other things, I think it was, uh, I forget what developer it was. It might have been Naughty Dog. Yeah. Somebody, somebody at one of, like, Sony's first-party studios was answering a question, and he was like, well... A lot of us still prefer 30 frames per second oh, because, yeah. because, you know, because that's what and that was one of my disappointments is you know when I thought of next gen at first and I heard they were going to do 120 FPS, it's like oh good that's a big jump forward, and you know, the Naughty Dog guy was saying well, gra- you know graphically you can do so much more with 30. Once you go past 30, you know we can't do all this crazy stuff that yeah. that we do. So yeah, I mean I. I think even though these next-gen consoles are, on paper, so powerful, you're still going to see games not running it, not running at 4K, yeah. not running at 60 FPS, definitely not 120. You'll get a few that yeah. run at 120. or Like they said, Gears 5, they got running at 120. Well, that's a this previous-gen game. Yep. So, I don't, like I said, I just feel at this point, like, Sony and Microsoft, whether by accident or on purpose, have done everything they can to suck all the excitement yeah. out of this well, generational leap. But with PS5, I do wonder if if it's a case like like Apple. I know they're guilty of this. Apple could give you more in their next oh, yeah. phone. Oh yeah. But they they deliberately hold things back for the falling phone yeah. because so they can iterate. On yeah. It. Like yeah. why the why sell the XL. It, why sell it to you once when you can sell it to you twice yeah you know yeah. like like that's their thinking yeah so I, I i wonder if ps5 like they deliberately held back on the power a little bit yeah so that way in two or three years when the ps5, PS5 pro, pro is coming yeah we can okay, do 4k no. this thing will do 4k 60 frames per second bare minimum yeah you know like yeah. and that'll be like the selling tag yeah it could have done it this time i but, just 
between, we'll sell it to you again next Between time. the Halo delay, you know, just the information coming out so slow. We don't know. It seems like the biggest next-gen launch game is literally Spider-Man yes, Miles Morales, Morales, which is like a reskin of a yeah. game that came out two years ago. Yeah. And, it, it's, and I think most of everything else that Sony showed at their show was 2021. Not launch, not launch yeah. Yeah, 2021 at the earliest. Um, you know, there's a lot of good games coming out this year still, but it's just like these games that are associated with next-gen are, you know, I think... You were telling me, based on like job postings or whatever, that Fable and Fable, whatever oh, yeah. they're calling it, yeah, it hasn't been started. just Fable. Is that what they called it? Fable. Yeah, I think it was just, just Fable. Fable. You know, it's pro- I, I expected that one to be at least two years away anyway, but could be even longer. But it sounds things. like they haven't even started, really. Well, they haven't made a game in three, four <laughs> years, so I hope the god they've started. <laughs> yeah. Um. And we'll get to, let's just talk to it now, because you said it sounds like they haven't even started. It sounds like they haven't started. Um, they don't have, like, retro, directors. Re- well, Retro Studios, the makers of Metroid, and they just took they took over Metroid Prime 4, what, two years ago now? Or close to two yeah, years ago? Yeah, probably about two years ago. They just po- made a job posting looking for a, a lead producer for Metroid Prime 4. Oh, God. Which made me think... But they haven't even started. Like, they don't yeah, have, like, the that's a little most... Scary. I mean, director is arguably the most directly influential position. Yeah. But, you know, the director they usually work. reports to the producer. I wonder if they can work. I wonder if, like, they can start the process, you know, like uh, coming up with so. designs and yeah. so on and so forth. Um, maybe, maybe under the direction of another studio head or something, like, until yeah. they fill the position. Yeah. Because I can't believe, like you say, producers we, we've, are known, generally just, we've known Fable has been like being worked on for a while. Like three years at least. Yeah. I mean, like there were rumors out there. So something's been cooking. Yeah. But they then, and then they had well, all these lead directors not filled. Well, I, I think too, what happens with game development is I think the teams expand. So like it starts with like, you know, 40 people. And then yeah. once they get to a point, they say, okay, now it's time to bring on ten more artists and five more programmers and somebody to direct this system and somebody to direct that. And they, you know, I think that's how it goes nowadays, yeah. like bigger games. Um, but the Metroid one really scared me because, like, literally, I've considered selling my Switch, like, ten times. <laughs> but that's the one game that I think of, like, well, maybe I want to play that. Yeah. You know, and then I hear, like, oh, Maybe they haven't even started the damn It's thing. amazing, though, because there was obviously a team working on it before Namco, that. for like two years. So unless they threw everything out and started completely over. And it, it, and it sounded like maybe they did. I think they did. Um, you, you would think it would be here sometime soon. I was hoping like maybe it would launch like fall next year. Yeah. Like still a, at least a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hopeful but that it sounds we, like no. Do you think we'll see anything of it before the new year? Retro... Retro is kind of like... They are mysterious as hell. Yes. Like, I don't get how that studio hasn't been... I hate to say they're not productive, because they made, A, a, a trilogy of games that's up there with the you know, all-time greats. Yep. They made two Donkey Kong games that were received very well. I like them. But it, I remember thinking like they were the second coming when 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 Metroid Prime came out. It was like Retro was gonna be like a leap forward for Nintendo. Like yeah. this is huge. Yeah, yeah. And then 
I don't know, every five years or so, they'll throw you something. You might not like what they got. It yeah. might be crappy Donkey Kong. But. Yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised that they, you know, they saddled them with 2D Donkey Kong. I know. That's what I'm saying. After the Metroid series. Yeah. Like they're, I mean, How did that happen? Like, that, who? Yeah, that doesn't Somebody seem like... Somebody at Retro must... Maybe they wanted to make that. Well, honestly. Maybe. But I wonder if, because the whole Raven Blade... Yeah. Situation. Yeah. I wonder if that made Nintendo lose like some confidence. Well, remember, there it just came out within the past like six months. We talked about it. That Retro did a, a concept for a. <coughs> they pitched a mature Zelda. Remember, after oh, Metroid yeah. Prime Three. Yeah, yeah. And Nintendo. Did you see the art down. for that? Yeah, it was incredible. I don't know. I would have loved it. I would have loved some of the art that. was kind of weird. I would have loved to see that take. But speaking of which, we'll take this off Godspeed Stories later. Uh, Skyward Sword has been listed for Switch. I mean, oh God! Do you think Do you think it'll get a better reception without if, all the waggle and stuff? If they release Skyward Sword before they release Breath of the Wild, too. yeah, or no, Wind Waker HD. Oh, <laughs> I mean, how do you not? How do you not? Is come... that not available on Switch at all? No, it's not like backwards. No. Oh Jesus! Like that game needs to be there. <laughs> Because I need to finish it. Skyward Sword. You're never going to finish it. Did you ever finish it back in the day? No. On GameCube? No. Wind Waker? No. You quit on the Triforce? Yes! Oh Both my times. god. How many times? Both times. How many? I'm oh. going to play it a third time, too, just to, <laughs> just to try. Quit there again. Probably. Well, no, because you can, you can go around and gather them before the end of the game, right? I can't recall. Me neither. I can't recall. I play twice, um, but if you can, then I'm gonna I'm gonna gather them as I play the game, so that didn't, way it's not so daunting at the end. Didn't they update it when they released it for Wii, and they like tried to make the that better, that part of the game better? I think I remember they did make. Some I think sort they of change, did something to it, yeah. but I can't remember what it was. So let's get into this. Is this might be actually the most? I think they I think they put like indicators on the map. No, they. Think they I feel it. like they updated it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's get into the discussion, the Apple versus Epic, because this is huge. This yeah. is like, and so, it's so juicy. Yeah. So we've been talking for a few weeks about how basically Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic, has been taking swings at Apple and Google, and a few weeks ago he called them un-American, and you said oh, that he was yeah. like basically poking Congress to try to like Yo, absolutely. try to do Come something, on. you know? Um, so this week. The way this transpired was absolutely hilarious. So, Epic announced out of the blue that they were cutting the price of V-Bucks. And they made them... But they basically, basically, you could only purchase it through, like... They totally cut Apple and Epic... Or Apple and Google out of the process. Oh, you had to buy them, like, within, you know, whatever. You couldn't buy them on the Apple Store or the yeah, Google yeah. Store. You had to buy them, like within the game or whatever. However they did it on server side, I don't know. And they cut the price to try to incentivize everybody to rapidly buy them and cut those two out. Yeah. So Apple responded very quickly by removing Fortnite altogether. Google took <laughs> Google Google took a little bit longer. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. And then Epic filed a lawsuit against both of them. Yeah. So how do you how do how do you envision this well, this play by Epic? Do you think that was their exact plan from the okay, start? Okay, so let's let's look at the timeline. That's of what events. I'm saying. Let, yeah. Let's look at the timeline of events. 
They had, Apple, they had a lawsuit filed in like six minutes. Apple goes, <laughs> Apple goes in front of Congress, and when when Tim Cook was sitting in front of Congress and they're they're asking him questions, they were only asking him about one thing and one thing in particular, the App Store. Yeah. Then shortly thereafter, here comes Epic complaining about the App Store. Yeah. And and even using the term, they're un-American. Un when did Tim Cook go before Congress? I, I can't remember. Like within May, like the last maybe, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. was like it was like I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I literally had it was. I think it was actually July 31st. Okay. To be exact. So very recent. Because I had sold the stock the day before. <laughs> um, <laughs> By design, yeah. knowing that he was going about to go. Well, yeah. Try perjurious. I, I should have realized. I should have realized that they would start dropping bombs like yeah. to try and hide yeah. the fact that he's going in front of Congress. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, uh, so he goes in front of Congress right thereafter, like the the. Almost the very next day, I think. Here comes, here comes Epic calling the App Store un-American. <laughs> like, do you think that's coincidence? No. Do you, I mean, do you? I mean, come on. So, and now, you know, now, well, Epic knew. Epic knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Do, like, do you think so? One hundred percent. They knew that they were throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. Like either Apple was going to realize that they're in trouble with Congress. Yeah. And bend the knee. Or they realize Bend the knee. Damaris Targaryen exactly. podcast. Or they're gonna kick him off the app store and then he's gonna really be able to turn up the heat on Congress and say, look, they're they're throwing me out the door. So you know we said this last episode, but but Tim Sweeney's whole point is Apple and Google are taking thirty percent of the purchases and basically that's way too much. That's yeah. not that's not fair. They're, they're well specifically Apple even more than Google's too controlling. Yeah. But what I don't understand, I, there's two sides to this that and we talked about this last episode too. A, I think Apple is truly starting to run the risk of if if the software that people want to use is not on their platform, that people yeah. will start migrating to other platforms. Yeah. Now, they're not there, but they do start running that risk. Yeah, I think you're right. But but I think what what I don't get from Epic's side is what do they ex what do they expect to come from this lawsuit other than obviously Apple will feel a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I don't see any judge telling Apple like 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 I've never heard of a private company that provides a service being told by a judge, "Hey, you're charging too much." Yeah. That's not that that that's that that is actually that is the definition of capitalism is the market is supposed to take care of it. Yeah. So if you're charging too much, you're just supposed to go out of business. But the market has not done that. So yeah. what does Epic actually expect? to come out of a lawsuit like this. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, unless they're, they're they're trying to use the timing to sort of prod Congress. Well, I mean, and, and don't forget, we're, we're basically on the eve of, a, of an election. Yeah. And, I mean, it's looking like Democrats might pick up Congress. Like, yeah. Both houses. Yeah. And Democrats are usually the ones that are, you know, going after the big the big corporations yeah. so maybe this is all orchestrated thinking like okay you know like well we we become the victims democrats get elected we point you know like we 
show. But I don't know what they would be asking for. Like Epic. Like what are they gonna like? They're gonna say, you know, you force Apple to change its policies around the App Store. You can't though. Force I, them to open up. You you well, you could force them to open up perhaps. Yeah. But as far as fees go, I don't think they can do anything. Yeah, but you know, like Fortnite wants to be able to get on iPhone, I think, without needing to go through the App Store. I think they want to. Well, what I think Epic's ultimate goal is is to pay pay Apple and Google ten percent instead of thirty. Did you see that ad that they put out? Oh yeah, the V Bucks thing. Was that what it was? No, no, the, the one where the one where where it parodied the oh, Apple no. No, 1984 no. ad. No. Oh, that was it was a good ad. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, um, Reset Air was freaking out saying that it was targeting children. I got, I don't really see how it's targeting well, children. Well, there's a yeah, there's a couple things that that come to mind for me as we as we sit here and discuss this. A, Epic is so flush with money. Yeah. I think their play might be, but. Hey Apple, we can literally keep you tied up in court for years, and you will waste tens of millions of dollars in court fighting us, and we can do it because yeah, we're rolling in money. So can Apple, though. We're, we're, what? <laughs> so can Apple. Right, but but is this what you want to do, or do you want to just take less of our, give us our take ten instead yeah. of thirty? It could be like a hard play. Well, you know, I mean, they do have they do have like you can lose twenty million from us in court, or you can just. I do think they have something it. of a case because you know, like Amazon was actually able to get in their app. You like usually Apple would never let you buy stuff in apps on, yeah. the, on iOS. Right. Like you could only buy it from Apple. Right. But Amazon somehow was able to get it so like Prime Video, you can buy movies yeah. in their app, which was never allowed. Like yeah. that was a big deal. But it's like only Amazon that's mm -hmm. been granted this special status. Yeah. So it's gonna be kind of interesting to see if like Epic can somehow twist that. Like, that's what I mean. And be like, like look, you know, like they're well, not even treating everybody equally. I I think they might. If Apple picked, if Tim Cook picked up the phone and said, "Hey, Tim Sweeney, at Epic, we'll give you, you know, we'll drop you. We'll only take ten percent." Yeah. If you drop this lawsuit. Yeah. I think they'd say okay. And maybe that's their maybe that's their goal. I, I think that's what I mean. I think it's like a, it's a hard line in the sand. Yeah. Either you're gonna lose twenty million to us in court yeah. fees, or, or you're gonna lose because we're gonna pay you less. Well, and you have I, no choice. I think. I mean, there's that, but maybe they're they're angling like, you know, either make us a deal or we're gonna keep making noise to Congress. Or that too. You yeah. Know, like, right. Do you want to be dragged? And, and then you might this? lose. Then you might lose basically right, everything. Right. The court fees. You know, like the constant. You make us a deal, or you know, maybe you'll lose everything. Well, and what well, you know, nobody's willing to say this. Reset had a kind of related thread, but Epic knows that they have basically an entire younger generation under their thumb that's playing Fortnite. Oh yeah. And if Fortnite keeps keeps beating people all that generation over the head with Hey, you shouldn't like Apple. You shouldn't That's like true. Apple. You shouldn't like that. Apple. You're right. That then is a big deal. That next gen isn't going to like Apple. That's true. And they're not going to buy Apple products. That's and true. It's, that, that's, that's a real a, risk. They run. It is. But if I'm Apple, between xCloud walking away, Fortnite just saying, we don't care. Like, yeah. see ya. And, you know, the Facebook gaming thing, um, the app being gimped. I'm really starting to worry about if, if I'm Apple. People walking away from my 
So they've always been they've always been extremely hostile to gaming, and it never impacted them. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, maybe but gaming has grown so big. That's yeah, the thing. I mean, I, I guess I I gotta walk that back a little bit. I I guess you can't say it's never impacted them. Yeah. Because we don't know what they would have been if right. had they embraced gaming. Right. I mean, like they might have been even bigger. Yeah. Um, Microsoft could be second fiddle to exactly. Apple. I mean, imagine if people could game on IMAX yeah. to the same degree that they could on Windows. I'm yeah. sure yeah. most Different people world. probably pick IMAX. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll we'll have to see how it bears out. But I never yeah. considered that the younger generation aspect. It, it, I think that could, because that's part of it. And I heard a lot of people really upset that, you know, Epic is weaponizing children. In a lot of ways, given the high prices of Apple products yeah. and then not having, like, Fortnite or xCloud. But that... That that alienates young people those are, right. to an extreme degree. And, and those are only two things that happened recently. Yeah. So I'm saying, okay, if they keep this up for another year or two, yeah. and people still don't keep repeatedly, people who own iPhones aren't getting software that they want, whether it be gaming or anything, whether yeah. if it's TikTok, if it's whatever, people will eventually just go where they can get it. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, if Apple wants to keep playing hardball, they need to go out and get, like, real game studios to make real games for Apple Arcade. Yeah. Or... or or yeah, yeah, they could be in trouble. So, this story, I don't even know what to make of it. Let's just start with this. So, Rocksteady Suicide Squad game was confirmed last week. The yes. official title is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Rate that name on a scale of 1 to 10. That's pretty ballsy, isn't it? I give it like a 1. I hate it. You, you think so? Terrible. I think it's Terrible. Terrible Kill name. the Justice League? Yes, because that's not what you're going to do. Well, of course not. It's just a stupid I, name. In fact, I was trying to imagine, like, how are they going to do this? Because obviously you can't kill the Justice League. So I wonder if, like, as you're playing it's the like game... It's like the Batman versus Superman marketing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if as you're playing the game, like, yeah, the Justice Leagues are, like, the boss characters. Mm-hmm. But then the Suicide Squad loses. You know, like, like you might win <laughs> yeah. the, the battle, yeah. but then like a cutscene will play where that's you what lose. I saw the, the only comment I saw, I scrolled down like one comment, and it was like, yeah, when you want to kill Superman and Bruce Wayne, the first thing you do is call Captain Boomerang. You know, like what <laughs> yeah, kind of stupid? Saw I saw um, that one. But um, but I thought this <laughs> game was gonna be a game as a service style game. Yeah. So if it is, I just feel like that subtitle's terrible. Like. Yeah. You don't you don't want to be saying the whole I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I was playing Arkham Knight with my nephew the other day. And it looked so good. Like so I was like, man, I can't imagine what a next gen rock steady yeah, DC game is going to look like. But if it if it does end up being as like a game as a service and the graphics are It good, might not be. We'll find out soon. Well, I won't be surprised if it ends up like that new Marvel Avengers game, which is sort of apparently like a game as a service. Kind of. Not really. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm expecting at yeah. this point. And I haven't heard too many good things about that. Me neither. So I'm but a little worried. Rocksteady, no. And they've been working on this for a long time. But people worked on that Avengers game for a long time. A long time. Um, so that's going to be revealed on August 22nd. So we will actually be covering that. 
for our next episode. Cool. Uh, also being revealed there is the next Batman game, which is called Gotham Knights. is being developed by Warner Brothers Montreal, and uh, that is also being revealed on August 22nd. That's the one that the rumor is it's, uh, was it Court of Owls? Yes. Storyline? Well, that'd be cool. Did you hear about the mass layoffs at DC this week? Yes, I did. What do you make of all that? Um, well, I think they're closing down that DC Universe. Re- remember how they had like the DC Universe streaming service? kind of you can sign up for dc universe and you got access to like a huge library of dc comics and you got like all the dc animated stuff and you got all the you know the dc for a monthly movies. sub fee yeah for like 7.99 a month. And they're shutting that down they're shutting it down that's bold and they're moving the they're moving all the movies and animation over to um hbo max well okay they got a deal yeah so Didio left what like two three months ago, and he, then this happens. Yeah, you don't remember? He, he quit. Did we talk about it? Very vaguely, yeah. Dan Didio left. I, okay, I think maybe I might vaguely remember. Um, yeah. So and you know the way Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers has always mismanaged DC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they they're just terrible. I heard Jim Lee. Uh, it wasn't fired, but he was like. Demoted. Given a different, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know like what the exact position. Probably, yeah. Like I heard he was going blind. I think you told me that like ten years ago. Yeah. I, I hope it turned he out. He was an okay. amazing artist. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He was one of my favorites. So we remember, were we were in the really in the comics. I remember when I picked up Batman Hush and I looked at like I opened that for the first time. I was just blown away. Like I, I was like I gotta buy this. Do you remember? I'm, I know you do remember when they paired Jim Lee with Frank Miller for All Star Batman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not even Jim Lee could save that no. series. But, <laughs> you know, because that, that was like, see, at first it seemed like, wow, was, this could be incredible. You know, there there are a very few Moments. things that are so bad they're good. Yeah, like what are you dense? Yeah, and, and Bat, All Star Batman, the original one. Yeah, they what just made they just made a new one. Um, not with Frank Miller. No, 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 not okay. with Frank Miller. Okay. No. Um, but that was one of the. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you just had to appreciate. Do you it. remember? Do you, you remember when he painted that yeah. entire room and yellow. himself yellow, and they trapped Green Lantern, and they let Robin beat him so badly that Batman had to give him a trach with like a straw or something. It was so stupid. Uh, that was the other thing. Like Batman, and Batman was like, I think he like backhanded yes, Robin. He's like, exactly what are you doing? This Batman used to like child like you abuse. You almost killed him. He used to child abuse Robin so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So here's a here's a here's a move that on paper at first when I heard this, I thought it sounded incredible, and then the more I thought about it, I realized it's actually atrocious. So. The deputy commissioner of Major League Baseball. So, literally, there's the commissioner and the deputy commissioner yeah. of Major League Baseball left, resigned, and got a, the job he took that he left for was to become head of esports at Activision Blizzard. Wow. And at first, my first reaction was, and this <laughs> is true, I think, but this shows how prominent esports is growing. because. Yeah. You know, like the pro sports people are beginning to go, I think we got something here. But then what I started to think about is, okay, 
So now we've got a guy who knows nothing about esports in, char yeah. in charge of esports. And Activision has totally squandered both Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. Well, you know, though, already. I wonder if that's their thinking here. I, yeah. I wonder if that's their thinking is like, okay, we, we tried with people we know. Yeah, and screwed it up. Didn't, it didn't work. Yeah. So let's go get somebody from a league that, that's really established itself. It probably is. You know, and let's let them look at it and, yeah. and see what they think. Yeah. You know, like, so I, I got a feeling that's probably what they're trying. Yeah. Which is really interesting. It's I just, mean, they don't know anything about video Well, games. exactly, <laughs> but they, they do know something about a league. And, and and Activision has taken, with both Call of Duty and Overwatch, that uh, yeah. the franchise. So you have, like, teams in cities, which yeah. is exactly how professional sports does it. Yeah. I mean, the one the one interesting thing is, is leagues today, especially baseball, is are so established. How hard is their job anymore? Exactly. Like, really, you're, you just sort of have to manage it. Yeah. Compared to this, where you're, you're going to have to sort Start of... Start it. Yeah, you're going to have to sort of build it. Yeah. I feel like if you put me in the deputy commissioner role of Major League Baseball, the league would be fine. Exactly. It would uh, be I okay. Mean, all you literally need to do, basically, is... The have players play are going to go out there and play ball. Yeah, because... And, ESPN's going to cover it. Because there's been lifelong fans, and there were right. lifelong fans before them, and right. lifelong, you know, like, so there's just momentum there. Yeah. Whereas, you know, obviously, East, East uh, sports, they don't have yeah. that whole, you know, like, oh, I was a lifelong fan of whatever. I'm sure Activision fired 350 more Blizzard employees to hire this guy away from baseball. And that's kind of, that. that's also another difference is, like, there's, unless you're StarCraft, people aren't going to be a lifelong fan of your game. Like well, The games are going to change. Call of Duty, I think, is one that, obviously, it, Call of Duty's now been prominent for 20 years. That's true. I think that one has the chance to stick. Yeah. Um, League of Legends, I think, has embedded itself as a permanent, yeah. uh, you know, Dota, permanent. Yeah. And, um, and I guess the teams, like, they, they have teams... So it's the same team, but in different games. Counter-Strike permanent. Right? Am I, am I right about this? Like, they have the same team, but they have, like, different games that they play? Yeah, it depends. So certain organiz gaming organizations, you know, let, let's take... Uh, What's the team in Rochester or whatever? They're defunct. They went out of business. <sighs> oh, God. Um, but it was the Splice. It was Splice. Really, they went out of business? They got bought by a Canadian company and then went out of business. Oh, well, um, we talked about that. But what they normally do is, so one organization will have multiple teams. So they'll have like one team for League of Legends, one team for PUBG, one team for Call of Duty, one team for Smite. Yeah. It's not the same players. No. But, but they're on the same team. What Overwatch and Call of Duty are doing differently, it doesn't allow that. It's if you want to have a team in one of these leagues, yeah, you got to pay fifty million dollars. Oh boy! To and you literally become like the owner of the team, like the See, Yankees. I don't know about that. That's a little. I, I don't know. Like Call of Duty can do it, I think. See, like if you're coming from MLB, yeah, like, you know MLB has the Red Sox, they have the Yankees, and then they play the sport of baseball, and the sport of baseball. I mean, it changes over time, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it's still baseball. Yeah. Whereas Overwatch, you know, like, yeah, they might update Overwatch, but eventually, you know, like, they're going to have to replace Overwatch with yeah. something. Yeah. 
Well, you know. that's why I think like certain games are okay forever. Counter Strike's gonna be okay forever. Yeah. League of Legends is gonna be okay forever. Um, Call of Duty will be okay forever. But there's other ones like when it's a new game, no matter how big it is, you just don't know where it's gonna be two, three years from now. Yeah. Like Overwatch is one of them that when it started, because Overwatch League was the first mass scale success. The first season was incredible. The second season was a huge dud. Yeah. So you just don't. It's like the XFL situation. Like yeah. you don't know. You really don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing that's the thing though. Is like I do wonder a little bit if the second season was a dud because people just got tired of the game. Well, I think the thing that happened with the Overwatch League, it wasn't. It wasn't that. I think what happened is so the first season I think was eight teams, and they changed too much too fast. So they went from, like, eight teams to, like, 18 teams in the yeah. second season. So, like, they didn't give people that are watching Overwatch League and Overwatch players enough time to, like, even, like, digest. So it's like you you picked your team, you know, you rooted for them, you found a player or two you liked or yeah. whatever. Well, now, okay, well, now, you know, six months later, well, guess what? Now you got 18 teams. Yeah. So, like, whatever you... It, it, you know, in football, there's certain things, or baseball, certain teams are going to be good for a while, or bad for a while, and there's, like, there's, like, muscle memory to it, you yeah, know, yeah. and there's, like, part of being a fan of that team, it's, like, compelling, you know, you, you know the Patriots who go out every year, they're going to be a good team. Yeah, yeah. Well, literally, it's, like, when you change things as fast as Overwatch League did, the team that was the championship team in the first season... Could have been total garbage in a second because there's ten more teams and there's now you know all these new players and it changed too much. But you know, like what I'm getting at is is okay, so football, baseball, basketball, like those are our sports. Yeah, and you left out soccer. Yeah. (laughs) And um the thing, is, hockey, though, eh? the thing is, though, there, there aren't, like, new sports yeah. popping up that yeah. people are like, oh, i got to watch that. You yeah. know, like, it just doesn't really happen. Yeah. Like, there, there's a set amount of sports. Yeah. And that's really all we ever have the bandwidth yeah. for. You know, maybe it would come Olympics every four years. Pe- yeah. The bandwidth people watch expands swimming. a little bit. You know, we'll watch curling or whatever yeah, yeah. for, for ten five, Yeah, like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but with... With gaming, it's different because new games are always popping out yeah. there. Like, like when Call of Duty started, obviously, there was no Battle Royale. And and Call of Duty can adapt and, yeah. and take on Battle Royale. But, you know, like, maybe a new genre gets super popular yeah. and Call of Duty can't really adapt to well, that. Well, that, that is true. That, that aspect is both esports' greatest strength and greatest weakness. Because the reason traditional sports are having trouble gaining new viewership is because it's too boring to kids. It's the same thing. Yeah. They don't care. And yeah. so they are more compelled by Fortnite, which gets a new patch every single week. New guns, new That's skin. So that same thing that keeps them hooked, coming back, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, can also very rapidly destroy what you've built very quickly. Exactly. So... And that's so like there's a certain level of nimbleness. It's it, just risk reward. Yeah, right? I mean it's 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 just 
it's like we were saying, like, yeah, they want a new look at it from, yeah. from like, an outside view. Yeah. But at the same time, there are so many risks there that, yeah. like, he never had to think about. Yeah, yeah. When he was at MLB. This will be a harder job for him. Much harder. Yeah. Much definitely. harder. Because he's, he's coming into something he doesn't really understand. Yeah. And that's why they want and him. In, and in a field that's the Wild West. I mean, in a way, that's why they want him. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be very hard. Yeah. So, I wish I said this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Because we would have had a total God Mode moment. Number num- God knows. <laughs> so, I think I told you, you know, for the past year or so... I've kind of started dabbling just a tiny, tiny bit in anime again. Yeah. I watched Attack on Titan. Yeah. And I started another one like a month ago. I watched like... I watched an anime movie over the weekend. An episode or two like once a week if I'm lucky. Maybe yeah. not even that. Yeah, yeah. But the, the main way that most people consume anime now is through this app that I had heard about. I never Crunchy really understood it. Crunchyroll. Yeah. And I, I got... You know, you can find basically any anime on there. Yeah. And I've been using it, and I'm thinking, you know, this is pretty convenient. Yeah. And I got thinking the other day, because they, they play a lot of ads on there, too. I got thinking the other day, like, shit, I wonder what the value of this is. Because it seems like this has massive potential. I'm trying to think, who owns Crunchyroll? Is it Amazon? It's Amazon. No. But that's what I got thinking. I was like, this has so much potential. Like, this could be made much bigger than it is. Yeah. Well... It's owned by AT&T, who has put it up for sale, and they're in discussions with Sony. Really? Selling it to Sony. Yeah, I heard Sony wants to uh, expand yeah. uh, their anime. Because they already make anime. In fact, they yeah. make some really good anime. Japanese company. Yeah. But I, I really... Because Crunchyroll, when you look at it as an app, it's got tons and tons of tons of shows... Mm-hmm. Obviously, millions, tens of millions of users, but it's still pretty amateur. And I got thinking that, like, somebody's going to buy this. Like, Amazon's going to make it part of, you know, Amazon Prime or Hulu or Netflix. One of these big players is yeah. going to buy Crunchyroll. And this, I swear to God, I thought this within the last, like, two weeks. And then it came out a few days ago. Sony's looking to buy Crunchyroll. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, there, there would be a lot of synergy, especially considering when you think about Sony also owns Crackle, which is garbage. That's, yeah. But, Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> we are the only podcast that has named out the Crackle exactly. in the past year, I exactly. guarantee you. We do that, we do that deep Here's dive. another God mode moment. Crackle's going to be shit-canned in 72 hours. That would be interesting. But Sony also operates that, and they oper- it's, just, it's the same business model. You know, it's free. Yeah. Um, they're both free, should you Crackle choose. just has no content. And Crackle just has crap for content. Yeah, exactly. Um, Crunchyroll already has the content. You know, and it's, it's kind of interesting that Crackle is, has crap for content because yeah. Sony actually owns more than that. Like yeah. they, could, they could make it better. Yeah. They just don't. That's what I mean. They should just get rid of it. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. I, I am kind of shocked, though. I mean, it doesn't mean this Sony thing's going to go through. Like, the more I thought about it, I was like, man, because like Crunchyroll, I think started as like nothing, like like yeah. a couple weebs yeah. dream service, you know, and now they're making original content, like yeah. Crunchyroll exclusive. Anime. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And the, once I heard that, I was like, this is going somewhere. Well, if Sony gets them, don't you think they should have a like a, a Sony 
Plus service where everybody's get, gonna have one eventually. You get you get all the Sony services. Everybody's gonna have Sony's one. Sony's in eventually. music. Sony's in um, movies, TV, and then they'd be anime and how video about, games. How about this, Sony? You send me a Sony A six hundred camera, and I will subscribe to PlayStation <laughs> Plus. How's that for a bundle for you? Oh my god. Um. What do you make of AMC's plan to reopen the 15-cent tickets? Did you see this? 50-cent? 15-cent movie tickets. Really? That's how much they're going to be when they reopen. Desperate, I guess. <laughs> well, it's that. Or or do you think, more along the lines, this becomes a permanent thing? Because you know that the real thing they're getting you for is the popcorn you and know, soda and the as, as you see, As you see, I have a massive new TV out there. Yeah. And I got it for about three reasons. One, because it was a really good price, and it's two. It's new and if you play it out per month, it's exactly. only seventeen exactly. dollars. Well, yeah, and I got it for twenty-four months, so yeah. it is. It works out to almost that. Um, and three, though, was because movie theaters have been shut down. Yeah. So I'm like, I need something to watch movies on. Yeah. Like I need if they're gonna put new movies out there, I need something to watch movies. Yeah. So. That's why I got my new TV. You can watch the new Mutants on your 75-inch television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've, uh, but still, I'm, I'm kind of dying to go back to the movie theater. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I, I really can't decide if, if. Uh, so Cuomo is announcing uh, guidelines for gyms to open tomorrow. Yeah. I'm 100% back there day one. Yeah. Movie theaters, I'm not sure. Really, you're gonna go back to a gym? Oh yeah, I'd be a little nervous. Because it, well, but but it's a health-related thing. Like, I, I I've lost ten pounds since this started because I can't work out. I swear to God, <laughs> I have lost. To get a, everybody to get a else has house. gained weight. Oh, I have. I've been working out every day. Yeah. But it's not even close to the same. Yeah. So like, I'll do whatever they need me to do. Wear gloves, wear a mask. I don't care. I'll do it. Did they recirculate the air? That'd be the one thing I'd, I'd be a little worried about. I, I don't know. But if they recirculate the air, there'll be guidelines to what they need to do to open. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Fifteen cent tickets, though. And the whole, the whole thing is that that was the price of movie tickets in 1920. So it's a hundred years later. Yeah. It's 1920 prices in 20. I wonder if they made some sort of deal with the. I mean, what movies are they going to show? The No Mutants. Tenet comes out September 3rd. Did they make some sort of deal with the movie? I, I, I'm just trying to think of how, what, like, They're going to the go out of business. They're going to go out of business, like, if they don't open. Yeah. <laughs> they got to open. The economics of that is just kind of weird. The economics of staying closed is even worse. I wonder if they could, and it's sad to say, but, I mean, could they replace, like, almost all their human staff? I mean, when you they've think, already been going that way because I mean, they're eliminating the ticket booth and consolidating it with the. Con- it seems like you could you could have machines to to pump out like candy and whatever. You yeah. could have. I mean, you, you have the kiosk at the front where you can buy Mountain tickets. And drink. You know, and obviously, like I, I buy my tickets on my phone. Yeah, so do I. And you could scan your phone to enter. You know, maybe you would need security, but have you have you have you been to our Regal Theater? They got away with it. They done. They did away with the ticket. Stand and yeah. all they have now is one person working the concession no, stand. No, I haven't been there. I've been there 
Well, six this, months. This was for the past year. Really? And they've no, got one I'm employee. They've months. got like one employee. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to say his name, but <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, did you see the trailer for The Devil All the Time? No. This Netflix exclusive? No. You should check it out. What? Listen to this What's cast. Listen to this cast. Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, Bill Skarsgård, Sebastian Stan, and a whole bunch of other people. My God. Netflix has it's conquered Hollywood. It's hard to believe that a service that started off as sending you DVDs. Mailing you DVDs. Yeah, sending you DVDs, rental DVDs in the mail. Yeah. Has conquered Hollywood. It's just true. so bizarre. It's true. And they did it relatively short time. Yeah, I mean, when you, yeah, in the in the wide big picture, it just it 20 shows years you they did it, basically. the short sightedness of established industries. Yeah, oh yeah. Like because if you think about it, like a company like Warner Brothers, they could have done Netflix ten times over. Oh like, yeah, super easy for them too. Anybody, yeah. And they just never really thought to do it. Oh. And here comes this little DVD rental. Yeah. And, and like the original service, I don't know. I was there at Netflix, like, the streaming service, like, day one. Yeah. I, and it, it sucked. Did it it was out? shit. Did it come out when we were in college? Yes. Because I, I that's why I watched it. Too. Yeah. And I think that's probably why it took off, because, like, kids at college, what else did you have? There was to nothing do? on there. Well, yeah, literally. You, you could rent movies from Redbox, or you could stream from Netflix. I, think, I Netflix. don't think we had Redbox yet in college. Yeah. Well, we did. We did. But those are like your two options. We rat, still had a freaking blockbuster in Ithaca. When rat or eat shit, essentially. So, <laughs> um, so I chose to eat the yeah the Netflix shit. <laughs> God, the, the original lineup for Netflix was really bad. Oh god, really, really bad. Did you read when I was in college? We were watching HD DVDs on Kurt's HD DVD player. <laughs> Did you read this story about Miyamoto and the Star Fox team? No. Um, you didn't. Oh my I god! Think ma- I think I maybe heard about it. <laughs> so the Star, they somebody did a documentary about old school gaming. Yeah. And they talked to members of the Star Fox development team. Is this the one where he came in and was like, "Is this Dinosaur Planet?" No, whatever? no, I don't think so. I think this was like OG Star Fox. Oh, okay. So they said that Miyamoto constantly distracted them and that they had a hard time making the game because he was constantly smoking. In their, in their studio, constantly smoking. He and was? Miyamoto, and talking about trees, they said. So he wasn't smoking tobacco. Oh, God. They said he was like... They said it he makes was, perfect sense. They said he was constantly smoking and would just start <clears throat> rambling about trees. It makes perfect sense. It does. When you think back to Mario and well, all those gotta, weird things. Well, you got to think. That mushroom, was, that was the genesis of Pikmin. Like that, that too. was that was pick he he was thinking up Pikmin in that moment. Ants, yeah. Let me tell you about these ants I saw on this tree. And but some, somebody went on to say that that stopped when he was about forty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so we got Godspeed stories now, and uh, you don't have them up, so nope, I'll, I'll ask to, you for every to, every single one. Uh, we don't have a wild bill. I was gonna say either. wild bill plug. Yeah, free wild bill well, plug. We gotta stop and start yeah. that free advertising. Yeah, we'll pay have to us. get a hold of them. Pay us, wild bill. All right. Amazon has rebranded Twitch Prime as Prime Gaming. Good rebrand or bad rebrand? Well, wait. It's Twitch Prime. They switched to Prime, Prime Gaming. Ga- stupid. Matches, you know, Prime Video. Stupid. 
Shroud returns to Twitch after the closure of Mixer and being gone for a month, hitting 500k concurrent viewers upon his return. Uh, did you see his new look? No. Did you watch Uncut Gems? Was he was he screaming, I'm a free man! Did you I'm watch Uncut Gems? No. He looks exactly like Adam Sandler. I, I, but I've I seen the trailer, yeah. Earthworm Jim 4. We got our first look at it. It's exclusive to the, what was it, Intellivision console. Did you yeah. look at that? No, but I, I'll tell you. There, People were not pleased. There, there's a lot of nostalgia I have for the 90s, but Earthworm Jim, looking back, that, that game can stay dead. That franchise <laughs> can stay dead. 3D Realms and New Blood, who I love. Uh, announced their own di uh, digital event. It's happening Saturday, September 4th. It's called Realms Deep 2020. John Romero and Cliff Lazinski are among the guests. So this is going to basically be like a retro FPS. They keep joking and calling it Boomer Fest. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait for this. John this, this, Romero? This, from the old Doom creator. Uh, the OG okay. Doom. Wow. It was John Carmack and John Romero. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And Cliffy B, who has been retired. So, what? New Blood. I'm really excited. There, what, what, does it have a name? Realms, Realms Deep is the official uh, name, but they they keep calling it Boomer Fest. Yeah. Because it's all like old school FPSs. Uh, the best fighting game of the decade, called Brawlhalla, is now available on mobile. You need to play it. You need to play it. Well, you know, it's probably not every on iOS year, though. Every year, because at, iOS sucks. Every year um, at PAX East, that game is booth. there, and it's got a big crowd. Yeah, it's great. And, and the TV for it seems to get larger and larger every year as well. It's really good. Macho Man is in the game. Macho oh, Man okay. Randy Savage right. is All in right. the game. They okay? got me. They got me. The Walking Dead World Beyond, the new Walking Step Dead series. Step into a Slim Jim. Does he say that? Please tell me something. I don't think so. Step into a Slim Jim. Premieres on October 4th. Will you watch this new Walking Dead series? The cream of the crop. What is it? It's the new Walking Dead series, World Beyond. Oh, God. It premieres... Is this the Teen Bopper one? Yes. Are you going to watch it? Are they going to start singing Mbop in the middle of it? Mbop. I do like that this is this is two seasons and out. That's it. From okay, the beginning. Yes. Shows that have a, a definitive ending before they start are always the best. All right, I'm in. How... Outraged are you that Sam Fisher is coming back, but as an operator in Rainbow Six Siege? All right, all right. Stop the music. Stop the music. <laughs> Lame.com. BS.com. It doesn't um, even look like Sam Fisher either. No, okay. The it's, thing, got like, the, it's got like a mullet. Uh, the thing that really killed me about this is when the trailer starts, it does the three lights. Yeah. You know, for his. And then it's his gun. Why would his gun have three laser sights? Well,. Have you no, have, have you noticed that Ubisoft has literally put him in, in everything every except his own game? Yeah. They put him in Ghost Recon. They put him in Rainbow Six. They put him in that. Wow, we know you. We know you guys really like this guy. They, um, yeah, exactly. We know you love this. Here, we'll plug him in some other game, <laughs> <laughs> so he won't give you what you're asking. You know. Oh, wait, there's there's one more thing I want to say about that. He's so generic looking. That even, like, you know, if it wasn't for the three lights thing, and, yeah. and they just had him walk out, it's like, would anybody be like, oh, that's no. Sam Fisher? Like, no, he's, that's he's what I mean. so generic You looking. can't recognize it. Yeah. Without the three lights, you won't no. know it's him. 
They've changed his look at every game, exactly. by the way. Exactly. That's another issue. Um, the Doom composer Mick Gordon is doing the music for Ironheart, which is a next-gen game. Do you remember the trailer for this game at all? Is this the one that looks like a, a Doom clone? No. Is this the one that is an RTS? No. <laughs> then I have no idea what it is. Okay, but Mick Gordon's awesome. That's my, that's my only point. And the last thing is Gamescom rapidly approaching August 27th. So within two weeks, we'll have Gamescom. So more new big game news, hopefully. Exciting. So, Very is. exciting. So that's, Very exciting days. I feel like we had a good pace on this one. We got we got covered a lot of ground and discussed. I think so. I think I we're think like so. only like what are we like an and hour? We saved the tree. We um, saved it. Oh yeah, we did save the tree. Yeah, one hour eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, All we, right. We booked through that. We Godspeed story there. Um. Guess we'll have to go paperless more often. This is the future. This is the future. We are living in the future. <laughs> Coronavirus. We are. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna all. say I don't know. I still can't believe I'm living in a future where. A pandemic <laughs> might be the rest of our lives. You know, I, re- I was talking to... I think we're going to be in masks for like two to three more years. Oh, my God. And I, was, I can't I, believe it. I was planning on telling, you know, telling my kids whenever that may be, you know. Yeah. They're not going to understand. You no. know, like, like we went like five years wearing these stupid masks. Yeah, yeah. And not being able to like attend. And I don't mean stupid. I, I'm not... Just for clarification, I'm not putting down wearing a mask. It's just <laughs> none of us really love to wear it. No, no one. It, it, yeah. It's it is you know it is what or, it is. Or not being able to attend sporting events or, yeah, or go to the movies or, 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 or you know like eat, obviously eat obviously inside. our way of life has been degraded significantly since yeah. this pandemic. Yeah, it's it's has started. But um, yeah, it, it, I don't think they'll be able to understand. Like we walked no. around with masks on for like five years. Yeah, not being able to. Well, it sort, of makes me, it sort of makes me wonder, like, during, like, the, the last pandemic in, in the 1920s, yeah. like, I think it was, ni- well, 1919 or 1920 or something. How long did the after I mean, did we? Last? Yeah, did we not really understand what they went through? Like, No. Apparently not. I don't think not. so. And, you know, what I said, the only funny thing that has come out of this was one of my employees at work, he's a younger kid, and he's constantly talking about how Girls don't like him, and so on. But in a fun, in a joking way, not yeah, as yeah, like yeah. I'm whining about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other day he was rigging out some girl, and uh, I said to him, I was like, you know, you should have told her you really like to see her without her mask on. And he was like, oh man, that's a good one. <laughs> like that is romance in 2020 oh, right there. Oh my god. I really like to see you someday without your mask. Oh. Yeah, and I can't believe we're living that future. That's what I mean. It's just so. What, what's the first game that's gonna come out where all the characters are wearing masks? <laughs> wearing a mask. Or movies? Oh, what movie where all the characters are wearing a mask? Unbelievable. Weird world for real. Yeah, it's just. I mean, everything about it. Like, it really is like all those 1980s movies. Yeah. That are like, this is the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it happened. Like, what was that one? 1984. Or whatever that that book was called, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, 1984. Then there was a Brave New World. Well, I'm thinking Back to the Future because Back oh, to the yeah. Future had Donald Trump yeah. as president <laughs> in 2015. Do you remember that? They're off a few years. Do you remember that Rage Against the Machine video? I think it was Sleep Now in the Fire. Yeah, yeah. Where they played on the steps of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had all these signs that right, were right, Trump right. for president, and it was mocking it. I, 
you know, I don't remember that. Go back and but watch I'm gonna have to watch it. it. Go back, yeah. That go was watch one of my it. favorite music videos. It's in there. Uh, There's like a big cardboard sign that says like Trump that's, for president. That's insane. It, Profits. So so that came true and like all the all the you know I was watching a show from the '90s, Sliders, and, and I, I think I mentioned this before. And um, you were watching the one birds. of their episodes. They go to a planet that has a pandemic. And it's just so, it's kind of startling to see, yeah. like, no, that's that's yeah. your future. Like, yeah. That's what you're going to be doing in 20 years. Yeah. 30 years, I guess it was now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just bizarre. It is bizarre. It's, it's, I don't know. No matter, like, how used to it you get, you still don't get used to it. No, and, and that's the thing is, like, well, that's the other thing is, like, I think about my niece and nephew. They're young kids. Yeah. So if you're right, and this is like the next five years, yeah, that means like basically for for the lifetime that they'll remember, yeah, that's their childhood. Like yeah, like this is gonna be the normal. Yeah, yeah, and that's well, that's that, bizarre. See, that's that's what I've very much been thinking about. So like, let, I'm just gonna use my job for example. So we disinfect. Yeah everything numerous times a day and and the registers and this and stuff between every single customer and i and i got thinking about that i was like i think this is going to become permanent yeah like even when this is over people are going to grow accustomed to this standard of you know everything needs to be sterile and so on and so forth people will there will be people who continue wearing masks you know what's you know what's strange to me is when i watch old sporting events and i see not there's anything wrong with it i'm just saying yeah when i watch old sporting events and i see the arena full of people uh-huh. that's now weird yeah that that feels weird to me yeah and that's a strange feeling how weird is it? It, it, it it's like that like you said it's that weird like you know this is the digital future kind of thing watching nba games where all the fans in the stands are on screens yeah they're, they're literally screens on the sidelines yeah and people are paying huge money to be in the stands. Oh my God! At the, See, I didn't know about that. Yeah, Lil Wayne was on the sideline the other day, you know, on his screen, yeah. and he, he was trying to high five the people on his <laughs> screen. That he was trying to get them to like, so he's watching like on his screen, you know, trying oh, to like perfectly match their hands and. Oh, that, uh, that's such a dad thing. To it's do. it's just such a weird. It's, it's it's like the future accidentally arrived. Oh. I, I I don't know. You know, like every generation, they say, oh, I feel sorry for you kids. But I feel like our, this is <laughs> our generation has really, or, you know, any older generation has really earned the right to say that to the kids of this generation. Like, but see, they don't just say that. Sorry. They hate us. They hate us. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, I mean, who doesn't hate us? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Now, now we're getting it from both sides. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. <laughs> you know. But then again, like the boomers, younger kids call us boomers. Yeah, boomers get it from them. And the boomers are like, man, these kids are so screwed <laughs> up. Uh, I guess that's what just what happens when you get older. Yeah, I guess everybody just starts. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> part true. of the aging it, it is process. True. Like everyone you just You always wondered <laughs> why those old people were so curmudgeonies because everybody hates them. <laughs> yeah, Incoming fire constantly. All the time. (laughs) Their body hates them. They're in pain. (laughs) The kids hate them. Uh, It just reminds me of that old quote, you know, like if, you know, if you're not, what is it? If you're not a Democrat before 25, you have no heart. But if you're not a Republican after 40, you have no mind. Yeah, no brain. Like, it's just like, I get it now. I get 
I get. I get it all. I just get it. I get it. <sighs> I get it. What do people do before ladders? Yeah, I don't know. What was the response to that? I remember what he said. There was none, really. <laughs> just looked at it. It, 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 was, it was, you see, like, if, if, you know, if something what breaks up there, just got to stay broke. Before ladders. Thomas Ladder invented the ladder. I said, I got an idea for y'all. Effing. Yeah. People. To play us out. Cut it off. End what does that mean? We've been on the most out. random ramble end, end of an episode of all time. I think so. Let that be the last words. I think so. <laughs> yeah.